Hello, my name is Cole. And I'm Zoe. I'm Ethan. Everyone calls me Mellow Flat. I'm lighting the firecrackers. Ah! Oh, I burnt myself. Get ready, they're about to go. Are you ready? We're starting off with the bang! Welcome to the Pigeons Save the World podcast. A unique podcast featuring three pals talking about whatever they want. Because that's what happens when anyone can upload anything to the internet. Ew. The smoke alarms might go off. Are you okay? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Today's episode features Mellow Flat's very own Ethan Hunt, a musician whose mission is to bring good vibes, positive energy, and sick beats to all. Also joining us is Zoe, because Joe was a sleepy little boy, a direct quote from him was that was a sick nap. Rose, so sit back, relax, and open your eardrums. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good? Hold on. All yeah, right. I just want to make sure it's talk. not like. It's really hot in the trash can, and there's like tissues and stuff. <laughs> it's fine now. Oh, you're good, dude. You're good. It was. Wow, we're really. Spectacular start. Yes, this is a great. This is an audio podcast. I'm just going to say like rainbows. Is that right? Yeah, that was. It was. I can't even describe it. That was just. Whoa. I thought there was a lot more pops than that, though. It was over really fast. Last <laughs> time, it it lasted a lot longer. I thought. It says a lot about life, you know. You yeah. What was the last occasion? What was the last occasion? On my birthday, my dad just gave me this cardboard box, and it's just full of different like types of firecrackers, and I just was <laughs> lighting them. You know, I was bored the other day, and. It was so much louder than I thought, so I thought this would be like a great idea for this. You know? It it was. It, it was. was really cool, man. I'm glad we could share that moment together. Yeah, now we shared this experience. Anyways, now do I talk about myself? Dude, I'm dude gonna... if you whatever you want, tell us about your music, dude. Oh well, the music has, you know, it comes and goes. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, like it's. There's smoke in the room, just so you know. <laughs> like, the music is like, it's like sometimes I'm really, really inspired, and other times you just hit a wall, you know? Yeah, I feel you. What inspires and, you? Oh, I, anything. Anything will inspire me. Like, now now I want to learn how to play jazz, like Ooh. like jazz soloing guitar, which is really hard, you know, because you, you got to change the key, like, every single time the chord changes, and you're learning all sorts of, like, arpeggios, which is something I've never gotten into before Peggio. that's a fun yeah it's, it's really it's really hard i only know three so far and there's like i don't i don't know there's as many arpeggios as you can imagine i would just say wow um, so, that sounds like a fancy italian ditch or like <laughs> a fancy like you know foreign exchange student that's you know that you fall like in love it. with yeah when you play it that's what it sounds like that's what you wow. see like a fancy french kid yeah, yeah. that's rad well, most of the time, I would say when I record music, I like I don't do a whole lot of songs with me singing, which I'm going to do that eventually. Right now, my microphone for singing is not very good. So like the quality of everything else in the music is really good. But then when I sing, it's like, ooh, like it just you can tell it's like, you know, it's it's very um what's the word like caveman like, you know, you caveman -like. But, oh, you, know you know what I mean? It's very like ancient sounding or not nah, nah, i don't know just out of place it doesn't it's not good quality singing you know so anyways what i do is i'll take a song and i'll just like start like the beginning bit of it with like i don't know some random little thing i came up with and i'm like what is it gonna do after that and then i'll just come up with something on the spot and then after a while it sort of just creates itself into this little masterpiece and then i listen to it you know and i i uh I listen to it and then I think of a story to go along with it. So like, let's say, let's see. Um, is is that? Oh man, is there any way? Do you have like one of those music bots or something? Oh yes, could, could I, I like, do. Um, while we're doing that, what um, like what artists, jazz artists, like inspire you? What like what do you, who do you listen to? Oh, I listen to everything. I have like one playlist with like three thousand songs, and that's just what I listen to. And it's like. My main ones, I would say, which you guys, you might not know any of these people, but is like Jimi Hendrix. I said the, that! 
I was listening to it with Zoe, and I was like, it's Jimi Hendrix. That's what he's going for. Oh my and she was God. like, no, it's not Jimi Hendrix. I am a winner. I am a winner. He called it. It's Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. probably The Grateful Dead. Right, yeah. Um, I used to be into The Doors a lot, but not so much. Oh, yeah. No. Any jazz. I really like John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. Um Every, I don't know, man. Everything, every little bit of music, except for like modern music. I don't yeah. do like rap or modern I music thank at all. You, someone, I get, I do. One of the things I really noticed about your music is I love the album covers. Oh, it, you! Oh, like, I should yeah. show you the next one. The oh, next one is my sure. favorite. It's you know, like I draw like these really weird looking you draw like. Them? Oh yeah, uh huh. Awesome. Oh wow! Thank They're you. Really good, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, I could maybe show it. Um, I draw like, oh, well, we, it's a podcast. I can't show it. But um, <laughs> describe it in vivid detail. It's like, yeah, so it's the next album is called, I haven't set a date or anything, but it's called A Congregation of Freaks. And the album That's cover cool. is like this big sun and surrounding the sun. And, the, you know, right in the middle of the sun, it says A Congregation of Freaks. And surrounding it in the square is just all these weird looking men and like, <laughs> they're just really bizarre looking and like skinny and they're all doing different things like like i could just look at it for like 30 minutes just <laughs> noticing all sorts of little things you know what I mean? that's and that's what i was going for so it's up on my wall right now to help inspire me or whatever but cool. dude i really loved it though i i saw it i was like wow that's that's like a really thank cool you very album. much this yeah, is that's... definitely the greatest one i think <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's what really that's what really drew me um, to your like account and everything. I saw like your album covers and I was like, yo, this is like really, really cool. And then Thank like you. I remember listening to your music and I was like putting your music together with the album covers. And I was <laughs> like, yo, I vibe with this. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, the first album I ever did, I don't even listen to anymore. Like I like my girlfriend is like, oh, um what is it king of cream like that's one of the songs on it. she's like that's that's like a masterpiece and i'm like i don't know i the way i said the first album was me figuring out how to do everything so it's like super like you know base it's super caveman you know what i mean compared to like the, the second one you know the second one to me is so much better and i'll just keep trying to improve i guess all right yeah okay so i'm gonna do sweet melons but um let's see Okay, so this song. There it is. Okay, so this song's about. Um, it's about like this man, a very skinny, naked native man walking through the jungle, you know, in Chocoland, which is this beautiful paradise place that me and me and some friends have created. You know what I mean? And it's this beautiful, lush, green jungle, and he's walking through it and. It's my paradise, so that's where I go when I die, it's Chocoland, and he's walking there, but he's starving, he has no, no food, nothing to eat, and this is what he's hearing as he's eating these melons, he finally finds melons on the ground, you know, and now he's just, during this part of the song, he's just shoving them into his mouth, and there's melon juice, like, dripping all over him, you know what I mean, all over his, his skin, and it's like, you know, He's, it's like disgusting, but it's right. beautiful at the same time. And that's part of the song. All of a sudden, he's not feeling so well, and he just starts vomiting all over the place, like uncontrollably. You know, because he's ate way too much. Yeah, and now this part of the song comes back a little bit, like before, and he's he just keeps eating the melons. Like, even though he's feeling horrible, he's just pushing through it. He's really just going for it, you know what I mean? Like, Putting his all into it, you know, and uh, this part, you know, it, it lingers for maybe a little too long, but who knows? He, he's just enjoying the melons. He can be doing whatever you want him to be doing, really. This is just how I see it. But, wow. You know, he's sitting there. Dude, that's, <laughs> he's sitting there. Dude, that's beautiful, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I was while you were describing what you had in mind for the song i was like saw like what you were saying in my head <laughs> and i was like i kind of sound out for a second too <laughs> you know would you seeing this and would you seeing this whole thing play out in your head yeah. like i i imagine that one scene um i think it was from uh that movie um shark boy and lava girl when they're in like dreamland <laughs> or whatever God. 
<laughs> I saw that, and I just see like this skinny dude eating watermelons. <laughs> now this this part of the song, or it changes to this bit. Right. Hey, uh, hunter, you know, like you remember that movie um, Jumanji, yeah, the original yeah, 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 yeah. one, like yeah. the hunter with a big mustache and a big gun sees him and starts shooting at him. So he's running, you know, like through. Through the, through the jungle, it covers still in all the melon juice as it's dripping off of him as he's, as he's sprinting. And the hunter's running right behind him, you know what I mean? Taking shots every once in a while. And this this poor Chaka native is just freaking out, you know, crying. He's running, melons dripping down his face. He's like running through like a river, you know what I mean? And he gets to the other side and the bullets are hitting the water around him, you know? And he's just, he's just trying to survive. He's just putting everything he can into survival, just running. And this is as the song slowly fades out and the guitar is doing its thing. It's just him running off into the jungle and the man chasing him and you never know what happens to him, you know? That's I can do that for like any song. I just Dude. It's how that's it works. some good stuff. That's really I, I think you need to release a song and then release you describing the song next to it. And maybe I should, yeah, there's something I gotta do. I want people to know. Like I have Dude. so many songs right now that I could that I like want people to know what's really happening. I'm not even kidding, that's down. awesome. Maybe I should yeah. do that. That's so creative, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, like you said before, like how you draw your album covers. Like you can do like one of those um like it's kind of like a music video i suppose and you can like draw the scenes that you see in your head and you have the music playing over in the background yeah that would be like was, super cool i was i wish i could like animate something or like i don't know it's something like like i i'd like to like draw the guys that i draw and what they're doing and like animate it to like the entire album and just make like a little like i don't know how long the album would be maybe 30 minutes and just like a movie 30 minute Dude. movie of just stuff happening with the music that would be like that'd that's be just really my weird. ideal thing that, but, that that whole mindset reminded me of, have you seen um what's that midnight gospel yeah uh -huh, yeah, yeah. Like, i don't know why show. but it reminded me of that i mean i know mm -hmm. i'm thinking podcasts and like groovy stuff but that that's like so i'm not even joking dude like that's really creative like i I think the big problem <laughs> that people feel whenever they listen to music that doesn't have words to it is I feel like they feel at times that there isn't a story that goes to it. It's yeah, there's nothing things happening. that sound good. But you putting yeah. kind of a meaning to it, it it makes sense. Like you feel the guy eating his, his watermelons and stuff, you know? <laughs> you feel the, like, the, the juices dripping down. Yeah, sweet melons, man. Sweet, sweet melons. <laughs> Actually, um, I'm redoing sweet melons. Uh, on this next album because it was like one of my favorite songs from the last one and i actually wrote it for my girlfriend like i wrote it and i was like that sounds so like sweet and i'm like what should it be called and my friend was like you should just call it sweet melons and that's when i came up with the story <laughs> and all that but i wanted to redo it so in the next album it's like it starts out with like a clock you know like the ding yeah yeah ding, and then it goes into like the that whole like little you know motif of the sweet melon sound but it's like a clock playing it and then it turns into basically a full song um i just came up with that though like just the other day who knows i only have about six songs like fully done and ready for the next album i want to have at least like 15 just because i like releasing a lot you know now would an so, album would it follow like the same story like each song? i don't know <laughs> probably it just depends like i have like songs where uh the story i don't care about as much and then like like, actually, what I started doing um, is I took this big piece of cardboard and I just started writing out each song in order that, like, is already done and just writing what would happen during the song and everything. So, like, that's when I came up with the idea that I wanted to make a giant, like, animated little 30-minute movie with the album, you know, because I was just writing and I'm like, this was I should make this into something, but I just don't know how and I don't know anyone who'd, like, be able to take my you know, art style and, and do that with right. it. I think I would, I think I'd have to do it. So maybe I'll do that one day, but I got enough that I'm trying to learn right now, you know, with I music. Feel. So hopefully one day I can do that. That would, would make me so happy. Watch that. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. Um, wow. Wasn't it pretty rad that music and his voice was like getting a massage in one's eardrums. If you create music or art or anything of that nature, and you would like to be on the show, 
Hit us up. Because you guys are very creative, and we are proud of you. That show, uh, Midnight Gospel. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me. I've been doing, like, a lot more with, like, myself recently. Like, my girlfriend wanted me to watch that show. And I have been, and I've been like, I don't know if you know who like Alan Watts is, or like, who is it, Ram Dass? Do you know? It's like philosophy sort of stuff. Uh, we don't have to talk about that, no, but dude, it might be boring. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's just what, what I've been doing. Like recently, like I made like two albums in like the span of maybe like a little under a year, and now I've spent like this whole year not making or releasing anything. I have been making stuff, but not releasing. Right. And that's what I've been doing, man. It's just, I've been like, like becoming healthy, you know what I mean? And like yeah. really getting like, like into a decent lifestyle. Because I feel like, like, I don't know how old you guys are, but I am a senior in high school and the people in high school, it's just like, so many people are clueless, you know, and they're just right. making these bad decisions with their life. And it just, you know, you don't want, I don't want to do that, you know, so I've been really taking all this time to like really better myself and like become like a spiritual, spiritually better person and just yeah. real healthy and someone that like someone could look up to and rather than like, you know, like we all make mistakes, but I would, I'm trying to like become a lot more mature recently, I guess. I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with my girlfriend and introducing me and all that, but hell man, I mean. That's probably what I've been spending most of my time doing, like mentally. You know, I mean, Jesus, yeah. it's really difficult. But uh, so that's what I've been doing. If anyone is wondering, <laughs> someone commented like on one of my posts yesterday, saying like, "Mello, where are you? Like, are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just bettering myself and making music." <laughs> that's but, great. Um, yeah, and of course, with the pandemic stuff, it's been harder yeah. with, like, you know. Just meeting with the band and all that has been difficult, but we're we're uh, like we practiced for a while today. We we got a bunch of songs down. We're you know we're ready awesome. to uh, to play shows soon. Hopefully, that's so, great. I sorry. Okay, you, go ahead, you go ahead. Like I completely understand where you're coming from. Like trying to like better yourself, like spiritually and mentally. Um, for example, like today I. I work in today I had to work in a food truck and um you know it was a it was kind of a rough day we had like our, our rough patches and everything but um we got through it and so um an older gentleman he comes up to my uh to the thing to order and everything and I'm like hey how are you like I'm my usual bubbly self I'm like hello sir how, how can I help you he's like I'm doing well you know I'm just ready for like this whole pandemic thing to end you know I'm tired of these masks I was like I understand understand he's like this is just the worst like nothing like this has ever happened in a hundred years is the worst and I was like well during these situ I told him I was like uh, during these situations like this, I feel like this whole, like, distancing yourself from people, like, it's really helped people take the time out of their day to, um, you know, better themselves physically and see what they need for themselves and yeah. not, like, worry about other people because they have the time. We all had the time to, like, you know, sit down, chillax for, like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, we had months and months. And so I feel like, even after this pandemic is over, I feel like everybody's had some type of mental change and Definitely, a different outlook. And I just, it's really interesting to see how it, it has affected everyone. Oh, and definitely, I, yeah. And I feel as though, yeah, we've had like trials and tribulations throughout all of this. But I think after this, we're going to come out stronger and ready to face on any new challenges. And so yeah, that's, I hope so. <laughs> That's like the message I've been telling myself and other people. And I've just been, I'm basically even through all this stuff, I've just been happier. So I'd like totally understand like you, like being healthy and like um, bettering your mental state. Like that's, that's pretty cool. I like to. It's very you know, important. You know, I mean, yeah, this pandemic has given a lot of people who never ever have this, but now they have the opportunity to, be alone with themselves, you know, for for a uncomfortable uncomfortable amount of time, you know, and yeah, it really changes you. Like, um, and who knows, you know, maybe this the pandemic's a good thing, you know, in the long run, because it's like 
Like there's this story from, uh, I don't know who first came up with it, but I heard it by listening to this guy named Ram Dass. And the story goes, um, there was this farm, right? And they had a horse on the farm. And one day the horse like escapes and runs away, you know, and the farmer's talking to his neighbor and his, and he tells his neighbor about it. And his neighbor just says, oh, that's terrible, you know. That's oh, that's just horrible. You're, you know, the horse is gone. And then the farmer says, well, you know, who knows? And then the next day, you know, who knows? The horse comes back and it brings another horse with it. So now he's got two horses, you know what I mean? And the guy's like, his neighbor's like, oh, that's great news. You know, that's just, that's just great to hear. Look at that, you know? And then the farmer says, well, who knows? You know, and then his son tries to ride the new horse and he ends up breaking his leg because it bucked him off or something like that, you know? And the guy again, oh, that's terrible. Oh no. And he says, who knows? And then next thing you know, there's a war and his son gets drafted, but he can't go to war because there's broken legs. So he's been saved from the duty. And again, just who knows, you know? That's what yeah. I've been living by recently is just, you know, no expectations for the future, you know, no worries. Cause just living now and here, there's, you know, don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Just now. That's all that matters. And who knows what will happen, but, um, yeah, I mean, doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> but, um, anyways, you know, I actually, funny thing. Um, I meant to mention this when you asked me who, uh, my like, who my inspirations are. I, I can't believe I forgot to say Frank Zappa. If you even know who that is, Frank Zappa is like probably the biggest out of all of them. I don't even know why I forgot it, but it's the satire. Like, I don't know if you ever go to one of our shows, we'll play a lot of Frank Zappa just because he's so weird on purpose. And he was like the first person to do it, you know, like back in like the 50s and 60s started out by like you know doo-wop songs like the old 50s right. yeah he was like making fun of those way back then and now he, you know all he does is like make fun of stuff and do whatever the hell he wants and he'll just make like the i mean the weirdest songs you could imagine I, he's not for everybody the first time i ever heard frank zappa i did not like him and then you get used to him it's funny <laughs> Like, I showed my bandmates Frank Zappa, and they're like, oh, this is weird. We're not playing this. And then, like, a month later, they're, like, listening to him in their car. It's really funny. But that has been my probably biggest inspiration, Frank Zappa. I just have to say that. (laughs) I just have to disclaim. Is there, like, I know you you talked about, you just talked about, like, artists that inspire you. Do you, like, get, do you get, like, inspirations from, like, movies or, like, TV shows that you see? Like, anything from, like... (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I guess maybe from like my art style. I'm not sure. I think my art style just developed to where like I used to like draw when I was little. I used to like draw sharks. Like I was obsessed with sharks. I used to draw stuff like that. And I never really learned how to draw people. So now whenever I draw people, I like I started just making them like their proportions freakish like on purpose. Like I would just give them like really giant nose or like like a super large like cone forehead like top of their head because you know? <laughs> I just I didn't like trying to make them look realistic because they just wouldn't you know it would just be off so now when I draw people I just make like you know weird shaped like lips and like giant you know ears or super tiny ears you know what I mean just like anything that I could imagine I guess so yeah. that's just that's probably how my art style i don't know if it's like been affected by anything like music or, i mean you know tv and all that mm-hmm. i don't watch a whole lot of tv anymore um which is probably good you know <laughs> uh, but <laughs> i don't know i really lately my life has just been you know now doing this online school stuff and then making music you know anything like that yeah. music's probably the biggest thing though that's just all i do recently that's great. Like, music is helps everyone or all around. Like, it, it really does. Just making it or just listening to it. Like, I, I go. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't go a day without listening to some type of music. It's you everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. Like, you can be riding down the road. You hear somebody. Their windows down. They're blasting music, or like you're watching TV, or you hear this song. And, you know, it make, music makes people do anything. I know, like, there's, like, this study that I see where um, 
doctors are like, uh, I don't know, uh, they play a certain song for like patients with dementia and they automatically like they start talking about their old life <laughs> and it like music, wow. <laughs> it's just it, music is very, very powerful and it can influence a lot of people around. And yeah, I definitely I'm, believe in that. Yeah, I respect any musical artist for, for making. Yeah. For me, it's like I can't go to sleep at night unless I listen to. Do you know Cat Stevens? Yeah, yeah. You know, Tifa the Tillerman? He's, yeah, he's so calming, and I especially know, on that man. album. I have to listen to that <laughs> album in order to go to sleep nowadays. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You should listen to a new album every day. You know. Oh, that'd be good. You know, what? I'll show you something uh, that I've been doing. Um, t- can you hear this? Can, hey, is that son. like? Yeah, that's oh. good. That's awesome. Yeah. Can you hear it though? Yeah. Like, is it like? Yeah. Okay, it's so it's really loud in my room, but I don't think the earbuds would pick it up. Um. So like on the past, the first album I did, or actually both two albums I did, whenever I would do like soloing and stuff, I used this scale called the major pentatonic scale, which is like, and that's like what everyone uses, like when they learn how to do solos, like they learn how to do that and they're like, yeah, I know how to play guitar really good. You know what I mean? And it's like, it sounds like cool because you like, you do like, I'm like that sounds wow. badass. On this album, I've been like using the major scale a lot, which is like it's kind of weird. It's you know like the um, like that. You know, everyone's yeah. heard that. But it's like you can use it like like. Wow. But it has like a totally different sound. You know, like a. That's what I've gotten from the Grateful Dead is their their guitarist Jerry Garcia or one of the guitarists mm-hmm. plays in the major scale like all the time and I was like I want to know how to do that and first I wanted to know how to do jazz and I realized I needed to learn way more before I even tried to learn that because it's just so complex so I learned the major scale and now I've gotten like decently comfortable to where I can really record with it and man like especially like some of the last like the last song I made is called Swimming. And at the end of it, there's a solo in the major scale that is just by far my favorite solo I think I've ever recorded. And it's like, you know, what I mean, I guess my whole point with all that is like, I don't know, just don't stop at all. You know what I mean? Like, that's my goal with music is just keep learning as much as possible. Keep making music as much as possible. You know, if it's your passion, follow it. You know, there's... Like, that's what makes you happy in life, you know? I want to make music, and if I don't get to make music in my life, I just don't think I'm going to be happy, you know? Even if I'm, like, I've got as much money as I need, you know, to live comfortably, I'm just not going to be happy if I'm not able to, like, be doing what I'm doing now at least, you know, and just make albums. I'd really like to be doing more, but, you know, what can you do when you're, you know, (laughs) just about in high school and, you know, so young, I guess. Um, Right. Like my buddy, uh, his name is Heath King, and he he and I grew up together, and I grew up with him thinking movies was my passion. I wanted to make movies. We were making a Vietnam War movie for like, <laughs> for like two years, and I have so much footage on my phone. We still have like all the old like helmets and stuff, but um, then I realized that wasn't my thing, and music is definitely where it's at, and uh and he's still in love with movies. Like he's making this movie called Rosetta that is just, it's beautiful. Like it's, it's so against everything that you would think about like a movie. Like, I don't know if you've, um, like, have you, you know who Brooklyn Shaw is? Yeah. Yeah. Have you I seen the movie? movie. Yeah. yeah. The one, well, legend sailor really, really is the, is the guy behind that. You got to give him credit, you know? That was his learning experience for movies, you know what I mean? Because movie making is so hard. Like, that's one of the reasons I'm so away from it. It's so hard to get people organized and actually do it, especially if you're, you know, a bunch of teenagers. And I'm that's what I told Heath, you know, like, hey, man, this is going to be really difficult. But he's willing to do it. But, like, that movie, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you saw it, you know. uh, that's like just a, I don't know, like a sort of, like, I'm just going to, Heath's movie 
the one he's making is like the complete opposite of that. It's like an acid trip, you know what I mean? Like that's what his goal is with the movie. It's just there's so much that is left unexplained and like that's the best way to describe it. Just an acid trip. It, it's like me and him and we're with this delivery service called Rosetta Delivery Service and we're delivering a package to some random person we don't know and we have tape over our mouths like we don't talk and there's just so many weird like rules and stuff and like weird people we see that just doesn't get explained so it's just like you're just left to like wonder like what the hell is this movie that i'm watching <laughs> and that's the goal like i wish i wish he was on here because i he would explain it so much better than I'd me i'd love I, to have him on here yeah awesome. yeah yeah really yeah. i i would tell i'll tell him i mean i told him i was gonna be on this and he was like you know you should just go on it and and like tell them like don't tell them that it's a movie and just tell them that you just experienced Rosetta like you just got back from a trip or something and like went through everything in the movie and now you're now you're here and, and I was like you know maybe but I don't remember everything in the movie so I'm like I couldn't do that but um anyways yeah I just that's like how I am with my music you know that's how he is you know passion is everything if I have to live you know, uncomfortably with money, but I still get to make music. That's the way to do it right there. Just as long as I'm happy, you know, with music, at least it's everything that's to great. me. Wow. Um, yeah. Who knows? I, that's, I feel like I say who knows a lot too. You know, like whenever I don't know what to say, I just say, yeah, well, who knows? I probably said that like 10 times so far on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I love, I love your passion for your music and your how you feel connected to it and the things that you see it's just i love i think the best thing to hear um when talking to somebody is like what they're passionate about oh yeah and then on the other end like it's also nice to hear somebody like you know appreciate your passion like i completely understand like um like your buddy i'm yeah. i'm real i'm also i want to be a director like that's really? my thing. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, that's, that's... I love watching movies. Like I watch movies, and like um, the other day, me, uh, me and Cole we were watching movies. I'm like, "Yo, this is gonna happen," and then it happened. I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Not that doesn't make you a director. But like, <laughs> it doesn't make you a director. But still, I just love watching movies, and I like how people, what people see, and then they are able to put it on screen. To, to have other people see it. I just would love to it's do beautiful. that. Yeah. It really is. It's really, like, yeah, I love that. I mean, sorry about the noise. If I couldn't make music, I'd make movies just because it's another way that I can tell a story. Because, I mean, if you think about it, the music I make, how I just described it to you a minute ago, I mean, that's like just a little short film on its own, you know? Like, it's it's just there's music involved. So, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. um, it's how it works. Um, you can anyway. still be like involved with movies with your music. So, like, Definitely. Um, like my cousin, he's a he's a musician. Like he has his own like music school and whatever, and um, he like plays like bass, drums, guitar, organ, um, keyboard, and everything. And uh, recently, he just found out that he's going to be doing a score for a movie, like a film or whatever. That's wonderful. So, yeah, and so like, if you. Like, you know how you just said, like, you described, like, how your, like, your music, you described that whole scene about the sweet watermelon. Like, sometimes movies, you don't even need lines. You just need the visuals and then, like, the music in the background. That's the most important part, I think, of filmmaking is showing it without telling it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, the score in the background, the music just puts it all together and it's like, wow, you know, it's the big cherry on top, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big part in his movies. Heath is he just music is, um, <laughs> can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was very confused. They're doing like a Monty Python bit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he become God? <laughs> <laughs> I turned my mic a little bit too much towards what? the giant amp and just oh god the feedback dude, it's okay. it sounded gnarly dude yeah. Oh, yeah. it happened one time during uh, practice we were like playing this Hendrix song so we like at the end we're like going all out you know with like right. feedback and everything and I just like look at, like I, you can't even hear like 
distinguish your instrument from everyone else's because it's just so loud. Right. And uh, I look over at like um, two of the guys in the band, and they both just like grab their ears and like bend down towards the ground like something's <laughs> like destroying their ears. And apparently, like after the song, I was like, "What happened?" And they were like, "You didn't hear that." And it was like some sort of frequency that I just didn't hear and the drummer didn't hear, but both of them, like, it just, like, they could still feel it in, like, the back of their neck. <laughs> you got to be careful with that, I guess, man. That's, I want to do it at a show. Just imagine half the people in the audience just cover their ears really fast all of a sudden, you know. <laughs> anyway. um, oh, I should probably mention uh, the, the, the gentleman in the, in the band, you know. Um, yes. Uh, I don't. You might know some of them. I don't know. Uh, on the drums, we uh, have this man named Dylan Brainerd. I hate myself if I said his name backwards. I mean, just messed up if I butchered his last name. I'm sorry, Dylan. Um, and then what is it? Bass is a man named Noah Schofield, who's beautiful, who's really into Frank Zappa, who I wish, you know. I wish I could record with him a lot more than I do get to. And uh, and then Jet Reeves, which you guys might know. Uh, Jet Reeves. Jet Reeves makes music also. He's got his own thing going. But I, he didn't used to be in the band. Like The, the shows we played, he wasn't there until recently. Mm-hmm. Now he's our rhythm guitarist. And I am the lead guitarist and singer. But we all sort of do singing. So there's yeah. not really a singer. Huh. I, when I record, it's kind of just me doing all of it because uh, it's really complicated to oh it's really complicated to uh, try and get everyone together and do that it, it takes a lot of time and money so being able to do it on, at my own pace by myself is really is really spectacular I'm really glad I get to do that <laughs> <laughs> so Anyways. where did that name Mellow Flat come from I know we probably <laughs> should have covered this like 37 <laughs> minutes ago but <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> So, um, Mellow Flat, so this is funny, the, our first, the first name of the band was, um, and this was not in a serious nature, but our name was The Clams, and we, I, w- I mean, we were dead serious on it, we are gonna be The Clams, and everyone was like, that's a funny name, you know, they didn't like it that much, you could tell when I would tell someone, right. yeah, we're The Clams, they'd be like, really? And I'm like, yeah, and so we were like, we gotta change it. And we went through a bunch of different silly little names, like, you know, talking to each other. Like, we just got to figure this out. And then I was like, I really like the word. I like mellow yellow. And they were like, that's a soft drink. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't, I didn't even realize them. They were like, yeah. I don't think and I was like, well, it should be mellow something, I, I think. And I was like, at that time, me and Noah, the bass player, were like, we were like, really the we were like mellow flat, you know what I mean? We had a different drummer and he wasn't that into it. He's a good drummer, Ian Williamson. I really appreciate him for what he did, but he left, you know, he didn't, he was just not into it. We were too weird. I think he didn't enjoy the songs we played. And, um, Noah was like, what about like mellow and then a musical thing? And I was like, what? Like mellow sharp. And he was like, I don't know. And it was like, it took us a second. We're sitting in the car and he was just like, what about mellow flat? And I was like, sure. Mellow flat. And it, honestly, I wasn't too into it. And I could tell he wasn't too into it, but it, now it's like, now it's like, I have all these things like mellow flat is all that, or like play a mellow fellow or like all these little <laughs> things. It's like, it's like, all this stuff. It's like, yeah, it's definitely mellow flat. Like now I go by mellow. Like people call me mellow. Like my best friend has calls me Mellow now, which I like. You know, I don't like my name very much, Ethan Hunt. You know, right. Ethan especially. God, that's disgusting. It's a wonderful. I would. Just, name, Ethan. <laughs> thank you. I would just rather. I would rather be named Mellow. You know what I mean? Right. Or like some cool name like Chester. Or like <laughs> Chester. Ebediah. 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 And they're all good names. I don't know. I like old school names too a lot more than like, because now all you hear is like, what is it? Like how many Ethans, you know what I mean? In one high school, there must be at least like 20 or something. So it's just overused name. I want a weird name, but I think it's too late for me to, to choose that. No, no, you can still change it. <laughs> change my name. Maybe if I move somewhere like really yeah, far away, so that'd be no one knows yeah. me. I'd really like to live in San Francisco one day. That would be wonderful. 
Yeah, mm. I've been there once, and I really, really, really liked it. Out of everywhere I've been, obviously I probably won't because it's just so expensive. But yeah, you know, and who knows? Never say never. Who knows? Who yeah, knows? Who, who knows? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I just burned myself good. a little bit. Is your room still on fire? <laughs> no, I got incense and I like it fell and I tried picking it up and I ended up grabbing a bit that was really hot still. Um, hey, I can play you one of my songs or something oh, on the yeah. guitar. Maybe. Let's do it. Or maybe uh, let me just try and see if, see if I can. I just feel like if I nah, I'll play it on the guitar. I don't want to. I was gonna see if I could play it over like a speaker or something, but I feel like if I do that, it'll just sound like really bad quality, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> like it's coming through a set of headphones, like it is, you know. So, anyways, let's see. This is a. Let's see. Well, let me think. Uh, one of the ones I just came up with the other day, the swimming one. It starts out with and. I'm not going to be able to recreate it very much, just so you know, because there's, like, a ton of instruments going on in a lot of these songs. But I I use, like, those, those chords a lot. Mm-hmm. So I have, like... See, I wish I could like have like that going, and then I could also show you like the solo to it and all that. But I don't, I don't have that technology readily available. <laughs> but um, it's so weird because ever since you described like your um sweet melons with like kind of like a scene in the background, all yeah. that I can see, all now whenever I listen to like your music, all I can see is like little scenes in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I was so like, imagine some that. dude like backstroking or something and like Yeah, that's actually the song yeah. that died nice, off the river. And oh, there's wow. a part of the song like one of the solos is with an organ. I might be able to recreate the solo a little bit on the organ, but it's like it sounds like a circus kind of like um yeah. and then he falls like the river keeps pulling him under and then it like lets him back up and the song, you know, changes each time he gets pulled under and back up. And then he gets pulled under one time and it takes him to this circus, like, underwater. And it has this little, like, can you hear that? Yeah. It's, like, this weird, beautiful sounding, like. And it's, like, this weird circus, like, I don't know. I can't do it. It sounds beautiful to me in the song, but... Um, it's like this crazy circus sound and then it just keeps changing and at some point a big giraffe comes out of the water and he starts riding the giraffe in the water and then he goes into the circus and it's like a bad acid trip circus and that's when the song like all the instruments stop and it's just like an organ and it's got this really creepy sound and then it comes back in and, and you know he makes it to the end of the river by the solo and the end of the song and that is the solo that I was talking about that is just the best one and wow. so it's a very beautiful ending to his, you know, journey across a little tiny river that turns into such a big thing. And, and it's funny, you can just like come up with, with like, um, what's it called? Like little messages out of all of that, like that whole little river crossing thing. It could be, uh, you know, a message, you know, like when you're changing during your life or something and it's like such a tiny thing and then it becomes a huge, crazy horrible thing that turns out to be really beautiful in the end you know mm-hmm. so which i didn't make it with that intention but it's funny how you can just notice stuff like that that even you create i do a lot of like stuff like that like i do a lot of writing i used to especially when i was going to school because i would be bored a lot and just writing <laughs> but now it's a lot harder but i still do it you know i don't know wow we'll see what happens i uh I'd like to get this album out um, definitely in the next few months. I'm really spending 
Like the only reason I'm not recording right now is because I'm on this. You know, like oh, this sorry. time of night, this time, no. <laughs> <laughs> this time of night, that's like what I'm doing most of the time. You know, it's just very important. You know. Uh, wow. Let yeah. me know if you hear me chewing or something. I'm gonna eat some cookies. It's all good. You deserve it. Dude. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Like mm, I'm, ex- yeah. you got me excited. Like Whoa, I like the vibe. Thank you so much. It really is an honor to be on a podcast. I was like, I was like, someone invited me on a podcast, and everyone was like, "Wow, that's cool." And I was like, "It's really cool." Like I didn't, I didn't expect to like be on a podcast. Like no one, I didn't think anyone like knew who I was. You know what I mean? I mean, I know like there's at least like ten people that. I know that like really like me as a musician that aren't like already my friends, you know? So it's like, I don't know. It's very uh, crazy to me. It's, it's really spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like saw you, like um, my friends followed you and everything. And I was like, this guy, I like this dude's vibe. I was like, let's, let's bring him on. Dude, the stuff that you've been saying and just like how wise you are, especially for being so... Oh, no, no, well, thank no, you, but... No, I'm going to, I'm going to, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's super, it's just super inspiring and it's just... Yeah. It's thank so, you so much. It's, it's so cool. I don't, I don't even have words, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know, I just see like a... Like, I, want, I see, like, really popular people that make music, like, you know, Brooklyn Shaw, or, like, someone who's, like, as popular as her, you know, like, around here. And I just, I don't know, to, like, to me, it just seems sort of, you don't have to have an opinion on this, but I'm just going to say, when I see people, like, saying, like, comment this many times and I'll show you a 30-second clip of my new right. song... I don't know. I just can't do that. I just kind of feel weird doing stuff like that. Like, I just like to be a recluse almost and just, like, have a few dedicated people that like my music. And then I come out and say, here's a 20-song album that, you know, <laughs> nobody asked for. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? And if you don't like it, you know, that's totally fine with me. You know, like, I used to literally, like, when I first started making songs on, like, SoundCloud, one of the songs I made was like the worst song you've ever heard. I like stuff like that. That would just intrigue people. Like really what made me popular or gave me like a boost was we played a show live and one of the songs we played is called Ugliest Part of Your Body. And it and it it's really spectacular song. It goes like, um and I'm sorry that you're gonna have to hear this for a second, okay? But it's like Oh, it's cutting it out, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. We've, anyways, it's a really weird song. Like, we played it live, and by the end, we're, like, playing the guitars, like, doing shit like oh, that. Wow. Like, nice. like, it's supposed to just get, like, distorted and horrifying. And we, like, pur- purposefully sing it, like, in a really weird tone, like, and make our voices a little higher. And it's, like, that's the whole idea. And after, like, we played, like, the first verse, people were, like, like, People liked it so much more than I ever imagined they would. I thought that would be the song that people like left to, but like that just <laughs> more people gathered. So then we went into a studio and we recorded like a little version of it, and like I went from like having like ten you know listens on like a song to having like two hundred on that one within like just right after posting it. And I was like, wow, like this is a big step, and. uh of course, I didn't. We didn't write the song, so we're not. It's not like we're gonna go record it again. Everyone was like, "Oh, you wrote that?" And I'm like, "No, Frank Zappa did." And uh, but it's so beautiful. Like that show we played. Do you guys know who Chat Holly is? No. Okay, well, it's a band like that's in for Walton, and they're 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 pretty popular. Like you know, way cooler than than uh, than me or like anyone you know. And. Uh, um, they invited us to a show and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, let's, let's go. And, and I was so surprised as to how many people came like specifically for us. Like, like I saw the band before us go and there was like not even 10 people there. And then we're getting our stuff set up on stage. And I just like look out in the crowd. I'm like, Oh, like, wow, there's like 50 people here. Like this whole place is like, all of a sudden there's just like a sea of people like in, in heads, you know, and you can't even make out who anyone is. Cause it's like dark up there or dark out there. But 
I was so surprised how much like people loved it. And I was like, we're going to play some Frank Zappa. And a bunch of people cheered. And I was like, wow, you guys actually know who that is. This is like, this must be a dream or something, you know? And then after the show, like half the people left. And I was like, wow, like they came for us guys. Like that's, that's crazy. I mean, I, that was probably one of the, my, the best nights of my life just because I had no idea I was expecting it to be such a tiny little thing. And it, you know, so many people cared that I really didn't even realize. I mean, I was still a lot more clueless back then, you know, being a boy in high school going through all sorts of wacky stuff, you know, but now, like if I could, if I could go back then, man, I would, man, that, that's why I want to play another, another show so bad is because I want to have another experience like that. And really, I don't know, like that inspired me so much. That was before I started recording stuff. And after that, I was like, I have to record stuff now to make my own mm-hmm. thing. Anyways, yeah. (laughs) All right, so we're almost at towards the end of the of the episode. We're at the end, as they say. Is there anything you'd like to say to everyone? Any anything you want to? I want to light firecrackers one more time. (laughs) I want to say. Let me light the firecrackers so I can think about what I want to say. They're falling off. Like I have a bunch of little tiny explosives now. Oh. I'm gonna, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was one time they blew up in my hand like a long time ago when I was little. This one's falling oh. apart. I'm gonna light a. Well, yeah, I'm gonna light a different one. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, it's the end, and it was just such a pleasure to be on here. Really, uh, I would. It's a pleasure if, to have you. <laughs> well, thank you. If anyone <clears throat> is listening that doesn't know who I am, please just look me up. That It would just make my day. It would just make my day <laughs> if you guys actually liked it. And if you look me up and you think my music is not good, that's totally fine. It doesn't matter at all. And music to me is the beauty of life. And I love you all so much, you know. There's <laughs> probably one... Yeah, I have a little bit more I want to say, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, I really thank you to anyone who is listening to this that has already listened to me, especially. You keep me going. Oh, and also, I made an Instagram post that was saying, hey, I'm making tie-dye t-shirts. I'm going to make some for, for you guys that say Mellow Flat. I'm not going to do that. Um, I am... <laughs> Instead, I like getting this next album cover printed on T-shirts, and I'm gonna draw a little man that will go in the pocket. So, for like, <laughs> there was like 30 people that said that they wanted shirts, and I said sure. And now that's not gonna happen. But I promise <laughs> you, I will get you one of those shirts if any of you are even listening. If not, I'm still gonna make an Instagram post about it, <laughs> telling you all that. What's your Instagram handle <laughs> for people who are? My Instagram is Mellow Flat. That's okay. that. That's, that's oh, that. that rhyme. <laughs> See, I didn't even. I didn't mean to do that. Mm. I just noticed on the blinds. Oh my god! On the blinds was like a black mark. Like something flew up there. Like, holy shit. I mean, like that's like. Oh my god! That's like ashes. Like on the. Like a little. Like if an explosion went off right there or something. Wow. Okay, well, anyways, thank you so much. It was you're really great. Welcome. Thank you, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God, you're awesome. This was, yeah. it was really great, though. I mean, I really, really enjoyed this. I would totally come back on, like, Thanks, later dude. when things have changed, you know what I mean? And all about it. All right. Anyways, you guys are really nice, too. You're very, I can tell you guys have what it takes to be good hosts and oh, very entertaining, just so you know. Thank you very much. It means a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Pigeons Save the World. You can find us on our Spotify page, our YouTube under Cole Does Comedy, and our new awesome website, PigeonsSaveTheWorld.com. That's PigeonsSaveTheWorld.com. If you would like to be on the show or give us money, you can email us at PigeonsSaveTheWorld at Mail.com. Enjoy your day, and stay classy.